Ladies and gentlemen, what is happening? This is Talking During Movies, a weekly podcast where myself, Jason Dick, and some other cats that we just drag in talk over a movie. We use key quotes and moments from the film to drive the conversation. Sometimes that can just be the first quote or maybe even the title of the movie, and then God knows where we go. And other times, hey, we, we, we involve the movie a little bit more. But it's a lot of fun, and this week is no different. Uh, we were blessed to have with us a couple of really fun people. As always, Jason Dick joined the crew. We also had the wonderful Brandon M. Lewin at brandonmlewin.com. Real estate marketing expert, super smart, had a lot of fun. Uh, we also had from Circle Brew, Maggie Pace, marketing director. And that that woman is funny. You guys, I think, are really going to enjoy. She dropped some great, great one-liners. Uh, today, the podcast is brought to you by our friends at Dirty Bills. Dirty Bills, 511 West Rio Grande, dirtybills.com, the best bar on West 6, the greatest people. Leslie and her team, once again, let us in. Uh, the difference, the only key nuance here is that Maggie, coming from a brewery, decided to drop off some beers for us and then stick around, of course. And so we got to drink some Circle Brew, which was a lot of fun. Uh, Jason stayed with his Bud Light because, you know, that's just, that's what he does. But the rest of us, Circle Brews. Oh, that's right. Brandon couldn't drink because he had other meetings. So he, uh, he was tortured the whole time while we had our beers. But you guys, this one was a lot of fun. Uh, once again, thanks to Dirty Bills for hosting us. We couldn't do it without you guys. Please, if you're in Austin, Texas, go check them out. If you're not and you see the pictures and you're like, oh man, I want to be, a, I want one of those Dirty Bills shirts. I want a Dirty Bills hat. I want a Dirty Bills fanny pack. I want, I want, I want snacks on snacks on snacks on snacks. Then get them. Get them at DirtyBills.com. Check them out. Try it out. Great shirts. Super soft. Amazing. I think you're going to love it. Uh, we talked over, as I said, Happy Gilmore. This is a great, great podcast. We, uh, we laughed a lot. We had a really good time. I hope you guys enjoy and laugh as well. Thanks, everybody. Before we get into the happy-go-lucky fun of Happy Gilmore and talking during movies and all that, uh, a quick message to, to everyone out there. You guys, please feel free to chime in, and then I'll introduce you and all that jazz. But, um, you know, there's been a couple of uh, famous people that have taken their own lives recently, and uh, unfortunately, there's over 120 people a day that, that do the same thing. And if you're feeling that way or if there's something going on, man, talk to someone. Go in your room and cry. Take an extra long shower and then get up and talk to someone. Uh, get inspired by somebody else, shift your, shift your view. I mean, I wake up and I see a tweet from Joey Diaz that says, hey, it's a good day to sling dick, cocksuckers. Get out there and make it happen. And I could be having a bad day or a great day, but I'm like, that's an interesting way to look at things. <laughs> but it shifts my paradigm. And, and I mean, listen, my family, myself, we, have, we struggle with depression and suicide and everything else. 
And I know a lot of families do, and this isn't, uh, this is for the people out there that do, and for more importantly, for the people out there that don't, that don't even know what this is like. Be a resource, be like, hey, I don't know the struggle, but I'll tell you what, I'll try to make you laugh. Buy a cup of coffee. This is the first uh, PSA I've ever been in that used the word dick even our PSAs will make you laugh. Okay, listen. No, I, I like your approach, and I am in that latter group. I've been trying more and more to acknowledge, and I guess appreciate the fact that I don't like. I can't even really imagine that, like what it's what it feels like to feel like that that's the only answer, that there's no way out. And so, yeah, I've been just, just trying to be more grateful that my brain was put in sideways or front ways or whichever way that I I've never really. I've never considered that, and yeah, Jason is right. Uh, you have those feelings. There, you know, there are people out there talking. Yeah, strangers, friends, whatever it is, don't be embarrassed. You know, that's probably the other thing. If, if you've had those feelings, you haven't acted on them, and, and you've figured out how to cope and go through them, man, share with people. Tell them about that. And the reason I say that is because people need that encouragement. Don't be embarrassed by the fact that you know you, you you've had a rough bout or, or you felt bad about something. Embrace it. Share that. Not to get accolades from friends, but to inspire other people to not not take a dark path. On that note, folks, we are here to have some fun. Uh, hopefully, make you laugh. Have a good time. We're watching Happy Gilmore, and joining us, we got we got two special people. We're gonna have one, but uh, we got we got two because well. Let me just introduce my, my favorite person here first, and that's Maggie from Circle Room, because <laughs> I have beer hey. on the microphone. I'm drinking a Envy, Amber Envy, and it's green, green with Envy. I get it. I like mm -hmm. it. Maggie, thanks for You're the welcome. beers and for joining us. Absolutely. This is going to be fun. And we, Brandon, what's up, buddy? What's up, man? Dude, we, uh, we, we met at Bash, and then wouldn't you know it, and like going to the podcast, I think he thought I was joking, and I'm yeah. like, no, seriously, let's do this. And he's like, okay, but I have meetings and stuff. I was like, well, okay, we're drinking. He's like, uh, no, I have meetings. Like, I can't drink. He's like, oh, you're going to feel really sad because we're going to drink the whole time. <laughs> and I already am, so. Drink like five for me, yes. <laughs> I may have explained this on the last episode, but I was telling somebody about this podcast. And like, y'all watch movies and talk about it. It's fun. And I was like, oh, yeah, we drink the whole time. And he said, he said why? And I was like, because Drinking is great. What do you mean? Why, why would you ask me something like that, dick? Wait, this is not a professional broadcast. Okay, I'm still a little boozy from last night. Uh, we had way too much fun last night in the neighborhood. Uh, so yes. Uh, by the way, so we are. You can open that on the mic. Don't don't hide that open. Um, so happy Gilmore. Here it is. We're at a minute and 25, 26, 27, 28. You're queued up. He starts off, uh, and by the way, we're doing this only because, whoopsies, I'm going to find out that that intro was intro the wrong way. Oh, well. Yeah. Boom. Bro style, man. Bro style, man. Bro style. I know I forgot something. Don't worry, once he has four beers in him, he'll be fine, guys. That's right. <laughs> it's technology. It's plugging everything in. The, the good news is, is that it still recorded us in stereo from the surface. As I said, like earlier, the mics can go down, the surface stays up, we're good. Microsoft, go ahead, sponsor us. It's fine. That's your last plug, dicks. Um, thanks for. It's still virus free, though. I think it's a porn free computer. That's why it's virus free. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all it's a great right. It's a, a horrible life. Oh, poor computer. Um, yeah, so we're watching Happy Gilmore it, to kick off summer. Brandon, I, I think this for a couple reasons. One, like I said, to kick off summer. Two, I just believe everyone in. Realty and technology golfs. Is this, is this true? Yes. And then everyone who drinks beer pretty much golfs. 
Jason Dick, you golf. You're a golf. I love golf, man. It's uh, both the most fun and frustrating sport on earth. What's your What's <laughs> your sweet you spot for beers for oh, golf? Uh, yes, Jason's heard me explain this before that I am best at hitting a golf ball when I'm between four and eleven Bud Lights. Nice. Like the first. That's a wide range. <laughs> yeah. no, which is good because, like, yeah, like if it was between four and six, that's like one and a half holes. Uh, and so, yeah, like the first two holes, usually I'm pretty miserable. I get a couple beers in me and I'll loosen up and everything's good. And then, yeah, I'll play decently until, depending on, you know, the situation, it's usually around like 15th or 16th that I, I get into double digit beers. And then I'm like, uh oh, it's the, my motor skills are leaving now. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think that's an important component of uh, of playing golf. Very important. So you play better, or you just think you play better? Oh no 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 no! I definitely play better. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like a known fact amongst my golfing friends. Like if I'm on somebody's team and I'm playing pretty miserable, they'll start cracking them open for me. They're like, "Come on, Chase, fix yourself up." Oh, here. You're wrong. You know, you know what you <laughs> need. Cut through the chase. Take your medicine. I'm a I'm a six six to nine beers. There's my sweet spot. Now, when you when you golf, do you uh, do you open up with the driver first hole? Just <laughs> swing mean, big. Yeah, it depends on which course and what hole we're on. But yeah, I'm I'm going to take the driver off most non par three tee boxes, even if that's not the smart thing to do. Yeah, I'm a uh, just because I'm not drunk yet, so I will do the the five iron. Oh, uh, just on the first nine holes or the first seven holes. I'm like, eh, I haven't had enough beers yet to bring up the driver. We'll wait on that. We'll wait on until the back nine. And then balls are just zinging everywhere. And yeah. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a perfect moment. Brandon, you golf, yeah? Yeah, not, not a lot right no, now. But, not a lot? Uh, well, you're, you're running a company. Kind of yeah, and stuff. exactly. Um, that can get in the way. It does. But I like golf, though. Golf's fun, man. And it's a great game to drink and lose balls and get frustrated. You know, I, I think myself as Pat Gilmore because uh, I just run up there and start hacking at the ball, and then <laughs> I lose like 20 of them, and then you just drink like <laughs> you guys, and you don't care. Maggie, you golf? Uh, does Top Golf count? No. <laughs> okay, well then no. That's a video. Um, <laughs> yeah, sort of. Um, I did go golfing once with some guy friends, and I just kind of rode along and drank. I swang club a few times um and we pulled up to the clubhouse on the last nine holes or the, i guess the first i yeah. thought we were done so i got <laughs> in the car and i was like great guys let's do this again i got a good tan this was fun and they were like oh no we still have nine more to come got five more hours Shit, i'm drunk <laughs> yeah. so, damn i've advocated for a, a while now that golf should be 14 holes 18 holes is too many it's a lot and particularly yeah. in texas like it's too it, yeah. we're, we're already too it's too fucking hot to golf <laughs> yeah and so and, and it, depending if you go out on a busy saturday yeah it can take four and a half hours four yeah. or five something like that and i'm like 14 holes three hours out in the sun that's that's what i need man mm -hmm. no i would i uh I think 18 holes too long. Two, 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 for, for my fair, fair Irish skin that, that loves a good dark dive bar, even in the morning, getting sunburned. Too much. Too, too much. Uh, dream, dream golf course, Jay? It's your dream. Where's, your, where's the oh, one you want to play? Um, well, I've always... Do you ever do that thing where you... I forget who I heard did, did this, and I was like, I'm going to do that. It was like, just write a list of 100 things in your life that you're going to do. And pretty high on my list was, I'm going to play Augusta National. 
play the Masters. Wow. And I've already given up on that treatment. It's like, yeah, I got five. <laughs> you're like, 100? <laughs> it's, it's like 18 holes. You're like, 100 thing. Let's do five. I mean, I've got five things I want to do. <laughs> uh, I think Pebble Beach uh, in California is accessible to people. And so... Um, See, mine is Bandon Dunes in Oregon. I don't even know if I It is the... It's a, you know, look it up. It's a gorgeous golf course. It's right on the Pacific Ocean, uh, right there at Pacific Northwest. Uh, there's times of the year where the waves are so high and so aggressive that um, you actually you can't play some holes because they, they wash out the greens. Oh wow! It's yeah, it's it's uh, it's in a very rough area for sure, but it's it's gorgeous. So and it's accessible. Uh, they don't they don't do a PGA Tour event up there because it's so hard to get to, it's somewhat oh, remote. Wow. Yeah, can't fly into it. Somewhat remote, but it is uh, yeah. It's, very nice. I played the uh, the wind golf course in Las Vegas, which is definitely the nicest I've ever been on. It was uh, three hundred dollars around there. I just won some money, and so I was like, "This is free money. Let's go blow it on this." <laughs> uh, and it's pretty incredible because I mean, you're in the middle of the desert, and it's the greenest grass you've ever seen in your life. Uh, honestly, it's offensive. Like if you think of, <laughs> if you think of third world countries while you're on the course, water. because you're like, how much fucking water yeah. are you just dumping in this? In this is it water this? or paint? It is like the, no, because it is. The, I don't know. It could be fake. It is. It is nicer than any grass. And it's so soft and spongy, and it's unbelievable. Nicer than and, some beds. And yeah, you just look up. And 50 yards to your right, it's like the wet desert wasteland. It, it, that's the natural climate over there. <laughs> and yet we have dumped enough water and fertilizer into the, in this spot. People have lost so much fucking money here, we can water the desert. Right. Okay. They've turned the desert into the hills of Ireland. <laughs> oh, that is not good. Not good. I don't, we talked right through the uh, "Till the Night Closes In" part. Now I'm sad. Yeah, when he when he when he's <laughs> and over again. Do you uh have you done the 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 the, the breakup where you you've called her back again and again? Like, Please come. I hate you. You're a horrible person. But I, I there's parts of me that love you. Yeah. 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 I don't want to talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, it's Friday. It's, it's Friday. I'm drinking. Don't ruin this for me. Don't don't make this serious again. No, we we dipped into this in previous episodes, but yeah, there was there were times when I was younger. I don't know if I'm smarter now or if I just don't give a shit. But uh, like yeah, if you, if you looked at my my text conversation with this person, it would be like, "Fuck you! Never speak to me again. I hate you." And then like. 11 of hours of sleep later, and be like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean those things. I didn't know. Maggie, sad. have you have you been the, the recipient of, or the, I always like to get the lady's perspective on this, right? You're like, either A, you're like, fuck you, Tom, I hate you. By the way, I'm wearing your sweatshirt, I really miss you, it smells like you. I'm going to keep this uh, lecture. Yes, both sides, both, both sides of that. Yeah, both. for sure. See, honestly, I like that. Yeah. So we're like, no, I just kick him to the curb. Fucking die. And then I've also been on the other end where my friend is sending those kind of texts. I'm like, no, 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 please don't. Please don't. I like how you gave alligator arms with that. Like, you want to see her do it? Like, no, no, don't. Please, oh, I don't. Can't. Stop. Oh, you let me read it one more time. Far. You spelled fuck wrong. I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's with a PH. Duh. You spelled fuck boy wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon? Yeah, I've actually been that guy. I've been? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've, uh, it's a crazy-ass girl, man. I don't know what I was thinking, but she was the one right before I met my wife, so uh, good idea that I didn't stick with her. So, yeah. 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 Not to get all serious. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
Ben, ben Stiller with the powerful mustache. Um, yeah. Why, why is it that there's really only been two men in America that can wear a mustache? Tom Selleck and Burt Reynolds? <laughs> um, it oh, doesn't wow. seem like anyone else can. Tom Selleck, cool. Well, yeah. <laughs> is that new? Really? Even older Tom, Tom Selleck? Friends? Oh, he's Monica's boyfriend? Yes. Yes? Yeah. yeah Magnum P.I. just watched yes. the reruns. <laughs> Running around in someone else's Ferrari, living yeah. in their mansion. Yeah. Where's that job? Where's that job? Where you're a houseboy, but you're not har sexually harassed. Right. You know, right. it's like if Kevin Spacey just had all that stuff, but then also didn't live there. <laughs> <laughs> you could pretend to be a PI. You wouldn't, because you, know, you got to wonder. I mean, Higgins was there, and he wore those pants pretty high and tight. Right. But right. Uh, Higgins, yeah, he, he generally left him alone. You know. I don't know, where's that job? I want that job. There's a job out there where I can live in your estate and drive your Ferrari around, preferably on on Hawaii. Well, maybe not Hawaii, no, it's kind of... Don't you basically live in fantasy camp already? <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. I don't have a real job either, so... <laughs> I'm slaving away four hours a day over a hot microphone and you're complaining about your... I have to taste beer at work, it's really hard, I mean... I remember, I remember when I worked at a brewery. I, I launched a beer company mm -hmm. 23 years ago. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. Drink a lot of beer. Yeah. It's one of the perks, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. Jason. So, he's, quality control. Yeah, he's a quality control expert as well. What is your? What are your specific duties? Like, what do you do there? Yeah. Um, so, I'm the marketing director. I do a lot of social media, PR, um, outreach uh, for different right. charities, organizations, a lot of event planning as well, too. You're not swimming around. No. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if anybody no. spins in the tank. That seems like a fun job again. Uh, no. No. I'll leave that up to the guys that actually know what they're doing yeah. here. <laughs> How long has that circle group been around, by the way? Uh, since 2010. 2010? Nice. Yeah. yeah. We were actually the first brewery in the 78758 district up north. Up so, north. yeah, there's now going to be eight breweries up there. So it is just, I mean. It's well, it's not like yeah. 512 Austin or someone was like, the best place to drink beer is this zip code. And mm -hmm. we were just plotting all the, I think the only people that ruined it, no offense to them in any way, but it was just, it's a weird set of this, this Oscar blues. Yeah, I haven't personally been there yet. Uh, they're out of Colorado. Yeah, they're out of Colorado. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, they'll have events there. And like, mm -hmm. yeah, tickets are $20. It's like, huh? I'm not going to pay to go to your brew. That one I can go to your brewery <laughs> or anyone else's brewery up there for free and then drink and get a sample and try something. And they're like, no, it's, then it's, like, does that cover beer? No. No beer. Hmm. Like, okay, well, sorry guys, I'm out. What is the company line or truth on uh, just the explosion of craft breweries? Not just in Austin, but like, I mean, if you compare it to even yeah. like 10 years ago, right? Like, oh my gosh. I mean, all over the country, it's just exploding. You look at Denver, you look at even more smaller areas like in North and South Carolina, they're just exploding. But is it the people's desire for a greater variety of beers? Or I think so, yeah. growing expertise in the craft makers? Or I think it's a combination of both, for sure. Enjoy these um, smart, smart questions until I get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, pretty girl? <laughs> uh, I got hops and green. <laughs> 
but for real, I'm, I'm interested to know because it's crazy the amount of yeah. like not just in Austin, like you said, you were you guys were the first one ever, and yeah. now there's eight of them in your in your neighborhood, but it's mm -hmm. everywhere like that. Yeah, right? and I was just recently I was in Denver about two months ago, and we went brewery hopping, and some of the breweries that we went to don't even can. It's just taproom, and so it's it's crazy to think that that could also be on the market, but they just decided. to so, right. I mean, kind of like Pine House Pizza, right? Yeah, exactly. They're like we just we've got pizza and beer, and we got these ginormous cans. If you want to take you them, you can home. take a crowler to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is weird. I've, I've done that three pack of cans. They just first of all, stop because <laughs> I drank. I, I don't. Sit, I don't sit down. I'm gonna have one and really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm gonna have all three and really and really enjoy yeah. them. I'm like, honey, I'm just having three beers. She's like, thank God you're not drinking a twelve pack. I'm like, well, sort of kind of, sort of kind of potato potato. <laughs> yeah. You're missing out. Yeah. Like, what is, that's a can of beer? I was like, yeah, I told you I'm only having three. Mm -hmm. Watching my figure. I'm still on my pizza and beer diet. Going oh, well. Yeah? What's yeah. hanging in there? Dude, hanging in there. I had pizza this morning for breakfast. Ooh. Cold or warm? Made it from scratch. Oh. So cold or warm? <laughs> Fresh out of the oven. Fresh out of the oven at 9.30 this morning. So I'm on this thing where I'm, wow. only, I'm only eating pizza. <laughs> I said, uh, not good, not good advice for anyone. <laughs> we just saw by in Happy Gilmore, my biggest beef, like I cannot suspend this much disbelief. And this is in a movie where one man has a wooden hand and the hockey player can hit a golf ball 500 yards. He gets in the batting cage and it says 90 miles per hour on the thing. Dead. There's no batting cage anywhere that will throw you a 90 mile an hour pitch. The place would be out of business because somebody would have gotten hit and died. Yeah. And he took one off the face. He's just like, oh, yeah. And as you guys know, somebody who just took a ball off the face <laughs> days ago, that, that doesn't work like that. You can't, you can't do that. So whenever I see that sign that says 90 miles an hour, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, do you know any people with uh, fake hands? <laughs> I do. Um, My buddy Johnny from high school, oh, he yeah. lost his arm in a... Uh, 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 the, uh, a power line fell down. Oh, took an arm off, like electrocuted, died, whatever. Wow. Uh, yeah, he really had, unlucky. yeah, really unlucky. But he was yoked. Like he would do like one-handed pull-ups, and he, he just overcame it with just becoming super. Like he had one arm, it was like a twenty-three-inch arm. It was just Meh. right. Yeah. What uh, and did he wear a prosthetic? Sometimes, he, uh... sometimes he did, and then sometimes he didn't. Uh, when uh, there's a picture of us together without his prosthetic. And it, he's got the nub of his arm part yeah. in my ear. <laughs> he would do that to a lot of people. It's a little uncomfortable. Brandon's right? like, I don't know if I want to comment on this. <laughs> that guy who was uh, just drafted in the NFL, uh, Quentin Brickman? Yeah, Brickman, yeah. I think is his name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he only has one arm. Yeah. Wow. Or one hand. One hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did the most bench presses at the combine or something like that. Shit. It's an inspirational story. I was going to use that one to cleanse the palate for this next terrible thing I'm going to say. Please do. Uh, <laughs> I, met this, I met a listener one time who, uh, I don't know what happened or what the situation was. By the way, not of this podcast. We, we treat our listeners better. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah. Keep up the show. She was down <laughs> with two fingers on her right hand. And I don't know what happened. And it wasn't like... These two, or these, it was basically a thumb. She was doing the Hawaii <laughs> thing at all times. Yeah. Always happens. Yeah, uh, I would say kudos to her for uh, you know living in there and being being cool. But I, because she just came up and said hello and listened and like I reached my hand out to shake it and she just with no qualms at all 
grabbed my hand and I was like, with her pinky and thumb? Yeah, and I'm just shaking her hand and I'm trying to maintain eye contact because I don't want to look down. I'm like, I don't know what's happening down there, but it's saying, it's saying normal. And do you want to try that real quick? Let's just so, so try again. Yeah, well, that works. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it works. Yeah. I like that. It works. It was fine. And I'm, look, I'm not saying that she's got to walk around with a sign that says, "Hey, sorry about my strained hand." Uh, but I just, she just was re really ready to grab my hand and not, and, and didn't stick playing. I think I'd permanently just fist bump people. Like, <laughs> I just. I think that would be worse than the handshake. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do that? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe you do the That's, other hand. Maybe you, you pull out Howie Mandel and you're like, oh, I just don't touch people. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or she's just that cold. Call me in for the hug. That's fine, too. Like, there you go. You just see those that. two fingers scratching your back. <laughs> Getting it on. Um, <laughs> sorry, folks. We love you all. Except for that one person. Um, no, I'm sure. I admire her. Admire her. I admire her. her, her uh, love of the game, if you will, of life, just going after it. Um, today, on the golf circuit, who's the biggest dick now? Who's the one? Ooh. Who is our, our shooter, enemy? Shooter McGavin. Who's our Shooter McGavin? <laughs> um, I don't know. That's tough. You follow professional golf? Do you have no, a better idea? Really. Um, I feel like a lot of them are kind of jerks, honestly. Like, think about what it, how most people become professional golfers. Like, you probably had to come from, like, a country club family when you're kids to get a bunch of money. Yeah. You've just been spending, you, since you were seven years old, you've just been on the driving range every day hanging around rich assholes. So, yeah, you probably, it's probably hard to become well-adjusted in, uh, in that frame of mind. I don't know. What is the, the guy who just won the Masters, what's his name, Patrick Reed? He's, like, estranged from his family. He doesn't talk to his mom and dad. It's like the Aaron Rodgers... Golf. Yeah, yeah, uh, and it's kind of fucked up that story because uh, so he won the Masters in Augusta, Georgia, which is like his hometown, and so his parents are like down the street, like they're like fifteen minutes away, and they were not invited to the golf course. To, cold. Yeah, that is cold. And it's yeah. all because uh, his his wife. Uh, it's some beef that started between he and his wife, or between the wife and the parents, and she like convinced him to cut them out. He's a pretty unpopular figure. Patrick Reed, look him up. Look at look at look him up. Those some of those facts I might have uh, might have ballparked some of them. So so look that's that part. Ballpark. I'll tell you this part. He likes Imagine Dragons, and that's indefensible. That is. That is <laughs> <laughs> might as well Imagine Dragons. Worst worst tour of all time. Imagine Dragons. Uh, who else? Who else can we put on this? Um, maybe uh, Nickelback. Uh, I'm gonna get myself in trouble. But. Maybe yeah. Nickelback and then let's put in the Blowfish, just those three bands on tour. I have a shit on Darius Rucker. Yeah. <laughs> Not Darius Rucker, Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah. Okay. I'm, look, I'm a Hootie guy. Side to side. Like, Back and forth. We can put yeah. Creed in there or something. We'll put Creed yeah, there. I guess Creed. Yeah. Like the ultimate embarrassment tour. Like, uh, what, are you, what are you even doing out here anymore? Creed, Nickelback, something, something to that effect. Yeah. That sounds like my personal hell. Nickelback Limp Bizkit, yeah. uh, even though I'm still a Limp Bizkit fan. <laughs> I was 18 years old in the year 2000. There was no avoiding it. I was a, a white trash uh, honky from, from the suburbs. You had to like Limp Bizkit. It was just a rule. From Round Rock. Well, you know, sure. I'm trying to think. I didn't see. I wasn't allowed to listen to the radio when I was a kid growing up. Or the, the first. The first. Did you live in the Footloose movie? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> 
great reference. I'm no dancer. Kevin, you're safe. I'm going to have to do that movie now. Footloose. Uh, kind of, yeah. My, my mom's a little right of the sheriff of Nottingham, and she's a little crazy and religious. And uh, the first tape I got of what she would consider secular music was Huey Lewis in the News Sports. Uh, That's good. I like those you. Those. I like you. He's deaf now. I can't, can't hear his even now. He's got the hearing problem. He does that tune. Lost it. But that was the first one. But, but he's still got ten fingers. He's still got ten fingers. <laughs> Sorry, just kidding. Ten, ten finger, <laughs> ten finger Huey. Um, but he, uh, yeah, that was the that was the one that I got. But she let me listen to a lot of Christian rock, which the best oh, rock. <laughs> Never. I remember I saw Petra. Um, I saw the Garbling Key. Jars of Clay. The years later, Jars of Clay. Oh, and okay. Sixpence None the Richer, produced by Steve Taylor. Was Is awesome. that Christian rock? Yeah. Stick this on the Richard. So kiss me. Mm-hmm. That one? Yep. Yeah, nailed that. Nailed it. And if you guys didn't know, you can't sue us. That wasn't actually us playing it from the radio. That was Jason <laughs> Voice of an angel. I didn't know that that was Christian rock. All right. Jesus is sneaking into your ears all the time. Yeah. DC Talk? Oh, yeah. DC Talk for sure. If you had to create the news your boys. own uh, Christian rock band, what would the name be? Oh, well, these days? <laughs> strictly missionary. Strictly missionary. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm sorry. Wow. wow. Oh, my gosh. Strictly missionary. That is fantastic. If someone is not, if someone doesn't own that already, <laughs> if you're not, if you're just covering Christian music but just throwing the F word in every once in a while, if you're covering old Petra songs and just being like, "We're gonna fucking rock, Jesus," <laughs> then um, your name should be strictly missionary. Yeah. By the way, that makes a great T-shirt. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes a great album cover. <laughs> Now well, I feel like I'm just trying to top your joke, which I can't do. But, <laughs> <laughs> but what is that? Isn't it a thing like, uh, should it be like, uh, in the butt doesn't count or something like that? Because don't they? That could be their yes. single. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, right, right. That could be right. single, in the butt doesn't uh, count. Because wasn't that a, a thing? Or maybe it's still a thing. Like, kids who are, are devoted to Jesus, they they will do anal, but that's all. They yeah. won't do the other stuff. They won't do the other stuff. The, uh, the Mormons call it, they call it damp dick, I believe, is what they call it. Ooh. Is this real? This is real. Oh. This is not, and so that's where you can put it in, but you can't move around. Oh. Sounds like. Following something new awful. this Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what I'm not trying? <laughs> damp dick. You put it in, then nothing. Teenage me would have been like, you know what, this is fine. This is, I, I, I'm into it. You're like, <laughs> yeah. like, I still haven't lost my virginity? Yeah. Don't move. I'm not moving. 30-something me, I'd be like, eh, it was West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather Netflix and chill. Nice. Yeah. yeah, there's uh, No, they did, uh, generally speaking, especially I went to a couple different Bible colleges, and yeah, I mean, anal is the, is the way to go. Because it's also, but it's, it's a different mentality, right? Well, <laughs> like he's like, Anal is the way to go is the man. <laughs> it's, it is the road less traveled. So, oh, oh man, wah, wah, wah. Uh, Maggie's the one lady you're going, I don't know if I agree with you, Jason. I'm just saying, from the, the Christian ladies, but mind you, there's a different mentality, right? There's this mentality of and preach to them of, you know, Please your man, treat your man, do this. And mm-hmm. the guy's like, Well, I really want this. Like, I don't 
Jesus is my number one man, so I can't give that to you. However, my butt can. <laughs> so, and God doesn't care about my butt. So we're good. But that's where, you know, that's 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 their rationale on, on both sides, as you, as you hear about it. It's, I mean, is it faulty logic? Sure. Dumb, but hey, it is what it is. You know, those kids are, I guess, no one's getting pregnant. Yeah. So. I saw Book of Mormon recently, and that was hysterical. If you guys have not seen it, yeah. no. highly recommend it. Highly what, recommend yeah? it. Yeah? Yeah. What's uh? What's the premise? I don't even know the premise. I'm not so totally satire um, okay. on Mormonism and uh, these two young men who are 18 have just I, don't, I guess graduated or whatever they they call it, um, and they go to a country in Africa to spread the Mormon word. And there is a lot more shit going on that we need to deal with in third world countries than spreading religion. Allegedly. Uh, yeah. Um, allegedly. Um, like AIDS, yeah. Yes. Um, or lack of water. Hunger. Hunger. Yeah. Um, or like these terrible gangs that are coming in and killing people and raping women and all, you know, all that stuff. Uh, and it's completely a satire and it is hysterical. So. It's from the minds that brought you South Park yes. and uh, yep. Team yes. America and all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. Oh, yeah, I'd be able to that. Yep. Yeah. Really, really funny. Nice. Very quick humor, too. This where now, how did you develop your quick humor? I mean, you're coming in, like at first, you're like, I'm gonna drop some beers off and chat with you about a charity event. Next thing I'm like, You want a hot mic? Or, yeah, I want a hot mic. What are you gonna do? I got five minutes of good stand up and I got 20 minutes of one liners. What do you got? I got a two hour movie. Let's make it happen. Perfect. Where did you get your quick wit? Is it, is it a family thing? Was it encouraged? I think family. I think family. I have a really big family. Um, and What's really big? Well, my extended family is massive. I have like 30 first cousins and like Jeez. my dad's one of eight. So really big family. Um, I have two younger siblings. And so I think just kind of growing up with them and keeping them in line. Mm -hmm. You know, parents. Really parents. Are, yeah. Are you Texas yeah. born? Uh, no, Missouri. Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. Where are you Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that, that place is, yeah, that's a different, real hot, real cold. Yeah. What's um, in Missouri? That's one of those states I'm like, I'm never going to make it. Meth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I'm just on it, if I'm on meth you see tour. Have you seen Ozark yet? It's not that far off. <laughs> meth with a dash of racism. Yeah. Welcome to Missouri. No, I'm from a really uh, great town that I imagine was Austin 30 years ago. Uh, Columbia, Missouri. Go Mizzou Tigers. Uh, it's about 200,000 people. You said right? Go Zoom Tigers? Mizzou Tigers. Oh, Mizzou yeah, Tigers. I, to, I said Go Zoom, Zoom Tigers. Yeah. I was like, oh. uh, It's about 200,000 people. There's one huge university there. There's two smaller. It's right in between Kansas City and St. Louis. Yeah. Liberal arts schools are there. I mean, okay. it's, it's great. And yeah. you went to Mizzou? I did. Chase Daniel teach boogers? Totally, yeah. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> I'm just agreeing with it. He was probably your best football team ever. Uh, the quarterback was Chase Daniel. Yes, he, he played uh, while I was there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know how or why that was a real thing, but I remember when they played at Texas, the game day crew was here, and somebody just had a sign that said, Chase Daniel eats boogers. And it became a, <laughs> It was a meme, but before that word, it was actually a thing. That's so Wait, innocent. Back when it was a but... meme? <laughs> What's that? Before it was a meme, it was a meme. So I had a friend call it that. Like, uh, did you know the meme's? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, the meme's on the phone. I'm like, there's not a meme on my phone. <laughs> no, these. That's called a meme. 
yeah. No wonder no one understands what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, it's also because you're an idiot. Do you pronounce it gif or jif? Uh, well, I'm not a fucking psychopath, so I say gif. <laughs> <laughs> I know the difference between humor and peanut butter, so... That's right. <laughs> yeah, I have a producer who alleges that, uh, and he's probably right, the originator named it gif. But I'm like, yeah, that word is, that word is gif. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, the originator was of cars was the Model T, and it's a piece of shit compared <laughs> to the cars we have now. So you just move on. Yeah. You go from GIF to GIF. You call it a fucking GIF. All right. You evolve as a species. If you can't, you have bigger problems. Or so I think. Um, retirement homes. Have you ever been to one? Ooh, I don't think so. It yeah. Seems, it seems sad to me. This yeah. You, seems- would you ever, would you ever go to one? Like, are you saving for the day when? The, the the dick man turns eighty and he is, is the house oh, and the pool they, are, they, the house and the pool are too much for you to take care of <laughs> and you're gonna you're gonna go to a, a swanky fun retirement home. I feel like oh man, eighty year old me is gonna be in such rough shape. Uh, <laughs> are you making it to eighty? Yeah, I think so. Like I'm the perfect age for someone who's just abusing their body. Uh, for things to go wrong, where like they're gonna perfect medicine and we're gonna live forever, but I'm gonna be stuck in my like fucked up 59 year old body forever. And so like you want to be a you want to be a little younger or a little older than me. Like if you're 50 right now, you're just gonna die and live in the DC talk afterlife forever. That's uh, me. I'm, I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty close to it. If you're 20, then they're going to perfect everything, and you're going to be in your 35-year-old body and be good forever. But my age, and uh, I'm in the worst shape. Uh, you're, you're the ones that you're, you're the one that they test things on. Like I'm, this. I'm too old. I'm too old for them to test shit on me. They're like, you just let them die. But you, they're like, hey, yeah. why don't you take this blue pill? See what happens. <laughs> I, I feel like if I if I opted, it was my own decision to go to the retirement home. I'd be I'd be fun. I'd be like, all right, yeah, let's go there and party. Because you hear about that all the time. Like it's in. Oh, that's it's it. been the news out of Florida all the time. How like Shoot. the STD rate? That's, it's yeah. the same at the retirement community and at Florida State University. Like yep. they're the, both of them are just ripe with uh, HPV. Uh, the difference is, is some are living to pass it on to others. Florida <laughs> State, others are just like I'm going to die next week anyways. Give me the gonorrhoeosyphilis. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Give me Viagra to blow out my heart, and we're good. But yeah, I think I'd probably have fun if I were there, but I just wouldn't want to go see one of my relatives there. Oh my God. Yeah, that'd be, I, my, my grandmother is 90, Townsend, Montana, shout out to the Gigi. And uh, she, she's like, this she misses, right? She plays solitaire all day long on her iPad. This is where I get my love of solitaire from at five in the morning, Gigi. But she, uh, she does her thing and she hangs out and she still drives. Ninety. I don't. No, I don't. Well, that's 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 great. Great. We don't live in Florida, so it's fine. <laughs> we don't, we don't, yeah. Townsend, Montana, population five hundred people. There's also a mo- like one of those little motorized scooters, you know, that you can drive around. Yeah. And on the back it says, "I took a picture of this, and I was like, this only happens in small towns in the middle of fucking nowhere. Caution, blind driver. <laughs> Hold on." <laughs> Pause. <laughs> One, how the fuck do they know where they're going? And two, how do they get home? And why also, do I need a warning? How did they find the sticker? 
Yeah, how do they get this? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's like, one relative that's like, this is how we kill. This is how, this is how we kill our Gigi. <laughs> Go ahead and drive. You're blind. It's like, okay. Do you have a warning for me? Let people know I'm blind. Sure. But I guess you have to really know your rights and laps. You just kind of count. I don't know how it works, but yeah, she lives out there. Still drives. 90, at 88, she was still driving to Missouri to see wow. her friends from Montana. It'd take her like seven days. You know, she'd drive like four hours. Like, well, I'm mushed. <laughs> Is she driving the scooter? <laughs> she had this Honda Civic that she would just drive around in. She left her wallet at a diner, but, and she's like a 90-year-old version of me. She just chats up with everybody and just sits down and hangs out. And she drove to the next. She drove like seven hours away and then realized she stopped another diner to get some coffee. She's like, oh, I can't pay for this. I don't have my wallet. The lady called the other diner seven hours away, and the cops did a relay all the way down and brought her That's her wallet. That is terrific, yeah. <laughs> That's the kind of sweet little lady that she is. Good on that, cops. I know, good on her, right? She's yeah. just having fun, living the dream in Montana, trying to do whatever she can do. Playing yeah. solitaire. Playing solitaire. I like the uh, the homeless, the homeless, um... Caddy? Caddy, yeah. Yeah. I do. Uh, what do you, um, Jay, if you could, would you have a caddy? Um, sure. I mean, just <laughs> on the golf course? No, I just think of like, it's all it, the time in life. In you life. are, yeah, in yeah. life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> two beers today, so I feel like I'm like, you kind of got a caddy, life, right? Uh, I was just wondering, like, if you won the lottery and you, you're like, I'm going to go play golf, and then, like, you, would you pick up a homeless person and be like, here, I can't do today? I, uh, I wonder, I guess all the courses that I go to, you could walk on with a caddy, right? I played in a semi-fancy tournament one time where they gave your foursome, you're all in carts, but you had a caddy with you, a guy who, he like literally would go out, like you hit your shots and you're driving out there, he runs out into the fairway and he'll find your ball for you and do all this stuff, he wipes, cleans up, does all that, and it, it, I was, like it made me a little uncomfortable when I would hit a terrible shot into the woods. Like, he'd run in there to get it. I'm like, it's fine, man. Don't, please. It's the same, like, as when I, uh, sometimes I'll hire a maid to come to my house and fix all the terrible mistakes I've made. And, like, I can't, I can't watch her do it. Like, I, like I'm like, hey, if you, if, if you need me, I'll be in the back closet crying in shame. Sorry to make you do this. Uh, because, I'll be swimming yeah, naked like, in my what pool. What am I supposed to do? Clean. Like, I can't sit on the couch and watch TV while she cleans my baseboards. Yeah, that's just rude. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so it was the same sort of thing with the caddy. I'm like, I can't. I'm not gonna sit in the cart and drink beer while you're searching the woods for my two dollar Titleist. <laughs> oh, they might enjoy it. I don't, so I, I got invited to uh, through a company I used to work with. I did the uh, George Lopez Celebrity Invitational. And I got to golf in that. So there's, I had a, we, I got to invite four of my other friends. And then at the time, the person that was, uh, that was our, so there was a gentleman from CSI New York that was our caddy for the first nine holes. And he goes, oh no, he golfed with us. And uh, uh, the, we had an Irish caddy, he had a bottle of booze with him. And so we had a celebrity on our team, and then we had this caddy. And then uh, the next nine holes, this gentleman from CSI New York, I forget his name now, his wife showed up. <laughs> Vanessa Marceau, shout out Vanessa. She's got a great podcast, by the way. Uh, you guys should check it out. What's the name? I'm going to look at my phone and see the name of her podcast now because it is going to be, it's going to drive me crazy because I listen to it. I listen to it and she's awesome. She's very fun. Um, what we got here, Vanessa? I'm going to drag this out. I apologize. It is Love Stop. 
So Vanessa's got that, but she does that. She's super, she's super, she, she ended up like kind of being my personal caddy. She would, she would go hunt the ball, but I had long hair like you at the time. And I was going to, and I was, I was, first of all, the grandson to the heir of Corona was golf, was golfing with us. And I made one crude joke where I was like, it's weird that you're the king of Corona and we don't have a beer cart following us around. He makes <laughs> one phone call and there's a fucking beer cart following yes, us around. Wow. And now I'm hammered. And my hair's down. I'm like, the reason I'm golfing so jittily is not because I've had 25 beers. It has to do with the fact that the hair's in my eye. And there's this picture that Vanessa still has that she sent me the other day. She was putting my hair up in a bun on top of my head so that, once again, I could miss the golf ball that I was swinging at the three of them and trying to find the middle one. But she could became my unofficial caddy. It was nice. Uh, I would I would think I would want an unofficial caddy. I guess that really long story to be like, I would want someone that I could yeah. have fun with and, and you know goof off with. Yeah. And if I hit the ball in the woods, to Jason's point, like, don't, don't go get it. For sure, don't do that. But at the same time, if you want to give me a ponytail on top of my head, hundred percent do that. That'd be fun. Maggie, you want, you want, a, you want, do you want a, a man or woman servant or assistant, if you will, in life? Male or female, first of all. Um, I don't know. I guess it really just depends on the personality. I'd want personality? somebody. Yeah, I'd want somebody that. Not some guy with like two percent body fat just in a speedo next to you. Right, right, box. no, not that, not that. <laughs> Here comes. I, I actually just want a hype man. <laughs> when I walk into bars, it's like. <laughs> and welcome. welcome. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that like a like a Jeeves type of like you know butler kind of character. Yeah, Rich would be great yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. How come that's yes. not racist? That you can pick someone on their accent. That seems. Wow. Seems a little racist. No, it's not. But do you, the British, Brandon, do you, do, you have, do you have a secretary or a, someone that kind of managed your life? Not a secretary, no. No? No, but that would be amazing. I would definitely have a dude. Um, I think about it like if you, first of all, it'd be kind of weird in certain situations if you need to use them if they're female. Like if you're taking a shit, you forget your phone. Like having a dude bring you your phone would be a lot easier than. You're shitting and you forgot your phone and you, this is what you would have your caddy do? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. I'm just thinking about like... like the I I'm living in an imaginary world <laughs> where people are doing my hair. Brandon's like, I'm taking a shit in my imaginary world and I need my phone. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I am thinking of those desperate phoneless shits though that I've taken and I'm like, oh my How God. much quicker are they though? You're in and out. You're like, well, fuck it. I don't want to be in here any longer than I have to. I was on my way to basketball on Tuesday and my daughter's with me and she's like, Dad, I need to use the restroom. I'm like, all right, well, we're almost to the gym. She goes, no, no, I got to use it now. So we, we, we stop at Whole Foods. Thank you, Whole Foods, for having bathrooms. Shout out to Clean Bathrooms. Shout out to Clean Bathrooms. <laughs> and she's like, this is the men's room. I go, you're with your dad. He's like, I know. So we walk in to the first thing she goes, well, it doesn't smell that bad in here. She gets on the toilet and she looks at me and she goes, she's four. She's like, you know, kind of smells like tacos in here. You think I can get a taco? Who's <laughs> just like, Best first of all, train of yeah. first of all, yeah. she's just <laughs> taking a whiz. She's like, kind of smells like taco. Can I get a taco? And I was like, no, and we need to leave now. This is making me uncomfortable. Yes, it is. Um, fancy bar. What's your what's your fancy go to drink? You got one, Jay? I mean, I know uh, you're 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 a lifestyle ambassador. Red wine. Red wine. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on the rocks or no? 
<laughs> in a tumbler glass. Like, I'm sorry, um, this isn't a real glass. We're upgrading from the coffee mug. I'd like, I'd like red wine in a water glass. Yeah, I don't, I don't, have, a, I don't know that I could uh, have a fancy drink order already. Like, I, uh, if I'm going to have a cocktail, I have like a Crown Sprite sometimes. Is that. But I mean, it is even though I'm having a whiskey, it's like I, I'll have a crown, and could you mix, mix it with a child's beverage? <laughs> I assume you have side some of Lucky Charms there. <laughs> Just go ahead and put Sprite in it. That's fine. No squirt, great. <laughs> you guys don't carry Tang? Well, that's weird. My house carries Tang. Put it in my Crown Royal all the time. Vitamin C's important. Brandon, you got a you got a go-to fancy drink? Are you a Manhattan guy? Uh, I was actually, that's the only drink I could think of that was kind of fancy. That or right, off, right off the cuff. Yeah. With uh, the cherry? Martini. Yeah, I guess so. Cherry would be yeah. good. Yeah. I prefer tequila, though. Tequila is Tequila's delicious. Yeah. It's good for you, too. It is. Full of antioxidants. Probably what's kept me looking young and living this long. Tequila. Splash my grills. Yeah. <laughs> I drink a lot of tequila. I love tequila. Amazing. You like mezcal, though? No, not really. Yeah, no, the smokiness no. of it? No. Nope. Can't do it. And you know it's really good with tequila. You do a tequila shot, and we can do one if you guys want. But um, you do it with an orange. Really? Oh. Yeah, look at your watch, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering what time it was for the tequila. Yeah, I, got, I got time. I got time cop over here. She's like, hold on. I mean, I could have a beer at the airport at five a.m. But a tequila shot. Most of the people will listen to this in the afternoon. So. <laughs> Change that time stamp. Yeah. In, in their reality, that's not that's not what it is right now. That's not it. Uh, does it count? I was gonna say what a uh, an old fashioned. I'll drink an old fashioned yeah. sometimes. Is that a fancy drink? Yeah, it's a fancy drink. My my biggest problem with craft cocktails is the uh, the length of time that it takes them to make it. Uh, and in that, like, it's just, you know, like, if you've got a, a mixologist at work and he's right. cracking and straining an egg into something and then peeling the, what is it, the zest off of a lime to put into my hand. It's a cup on yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm going to drink this in three sips, sir. And yeah, it sucks if you're at a bar that has that, uh, and somebody, the guy in front of you ordered that, and you're just behind him trying to get a Bud Light. <laughs> and you're like, come on, man, can I go first, please? <laughs> I can even see it. I'll just reach over and grab it's it. It's like Let when me... you're in line at the grocery store, and yeah. you have, like, two things, and the woman in front of you has, yeah. like, an entire cart. Oh, and she cuts you off? Thing. She's like, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just in a hurry. Yeah. I know. I get it. All oh. you have is Bud Light, and she's got, like, a... Spread. <laughs> it's weird because all I have is just a six pack of circle beers. It's fine though. <laughs> There's your free plug. Kidding. You get two more. Thanks. <laughs> Count those. Count them. We're counting them. <laughs> yes. And no, uh, that's, yeah, mine is, uh, I used to do, uh, what was it? There's a bachelor party peddling by. Um, there was a, uh, what was, uh, the, um, the vodka gimlet. Jason Jepsen has, like, dog ears for a bachelorette party. I didn't even, <laughs> I, didn't even I was like, I oh. didn't either. <laughs> He's like, oh, mm. <laughs> young, young, thirsty women nearby. Does that ring my ear? It's a gift. Imagine tank tops where? <laughs> Everyone's in the same outfit? One person? With some shitty little saint on the front, you know? There's your bachelorette party. Always missionary. 
It's, it's, a, it's like strict, strictly missionary. It, it just instead of that stained dick for the rest of your life, it's like strictly missionary. That'll get you. That'll get you out of a wedding real quick. Like I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You just eye to eye, lock it in. It's just the word. And it's not having sex. I was like, I was gonna go home, and make love, my. No, I'm not doing anything. You've ruined life for me. You're a horrible person. Jay, have you ever signed someone's boobs? You're a famous person. <laughs> uh, no. Not with a pen. Oh, no. oh you son of a bitch. Not with a pen. <laughs> Great. Poor woman. Yeah, yeah. We, we changed this from explicit to NC-17 in a hot second. Sorry. Uh, no, I don't think so. Every once in a while, somebody will... Well, first of all, it, isn't it a... It's 2018. Are people still getting autographs on stuff? Like, I guess the selfie has displaced a lot of autograph type things. Ooh, you think so? But, uh, yeah. I guess I mean, it's... What, you, yeah. what, what is it? What is it for? The like, autograph? I don't know. Yeah. I've never gotten an autograph. Like I've, I've been very fortunate to meet some people. I've, I've asked for and gotten one autograph. And that was when I was 17 years old and I met Huey Lewis at the airport in Missoula, Montana. Because he has a home there. And he had a Budweiser jean jacket on. He had a big bottle of Budweiser to embroider on the back. And I looked at my brother and I go, I think that's Huey Lewis. And he goes, no, it's not. And I said, I think it is. And he goes, it's not Huey Lewis. He's at the baggage claim at the Missoula Airport in Montana. He's famous. He wouldn't be at the baggage claim. But the guy turned and looked at me and he goes, I'm here he <laughs> And I looked at him and I said, Mom. She's like, yeah, I'm going, need a pen. And all she had was a bright pink, like one of those felt tip pens. And I had the double issue of Batman, Rolling Stone. And I handed it to him. And he looked at the pen and he went, really? I'm like, that's all I got. Nothing else. He's like, How old were you? 17. Okay. He's like, signed it. And I kept it for 15 years. The one I looked at it one day and I was so disappointed. I saw the pink Huey Lewis and I was like, fuck my life. Why am I holding? But why am I holding on to this? Like, why did? Why was there a part of me that like versus saying, hey man, thanks for the great music. I, I still enjoy your stuff even when you're singing. It's all right. Like, all that. Yeah. Okay, even your shitty music I still enjoy. I've gone to a couple of your concerts. Thank you so much. No, sign the double issue Batman Rolling Stone with a pink pen. That's going to make it better. People get better at talking to other right, people. Right. Uh, this is my, my best and most embarrassing autograph story. Was I think it's 2001 101 X-Fest at Auditorium Shores. This is a very new metal time in our world, you guys remember? And uh, so, the, yeah, some of the bands that were playing there that day, we, look, we apologized, but we, we had to keep the lights on somehow. What do you want from us? Uh, but I remember I'm just walking around. I was very 17 years of guilt coming up right now. <laughs> very new to the, I was a young up-and-comer at 101X, and I'm just running around festival grounds, and I've got my, my all-access badge on, and I'm feeling good about life, and I'm wearing my eyebrow ring and my cut-off camo shorts that I still wear today. And you're uh, your flip phone? And... Uh, some kid just stopped me and like would ask if he could have my autograph and I, at that time I was like I'm on Saturday mornings from 2 a.m. to 6 what is this kid home <laughs> but then I was like I was kind of feeling myself too I was like ah, absolutely kid and he hands me a CD and I realized in the middle of signing his drowning pool CD he thinks I'm the singer of drowning pool uh, Please pull the picture. Yeah, I just I just <laughs> looked it up for you guys. He's just another fat guy with a chin beard. <laughs> I really like the eyebrow. Right? Uh, uh, 
<laughs> so yeah, I yeah. he thinks. Why does he look so angry? Because just, you're stealing all his autographs. Uh, he sees me with a credential on, and he just thinks that yeah, that I'm the guy from from Drowning Pool. And so that kid, my signature is very scribbly. So maybe he's uh, hopefully to this day that that kid. Uh, I don't know if you're if you're still thinking about Drowning Pool, kid. Hopefully that's, that's, that's you're over that. Uh, by the way, this guy's dead. Uh, he died when he was drunk and asphyxiated on his own vomit. So. Uh, it's a happy story. Jeez. Yeah. All right. Keep signing his autograph. I'll take another beer, Jason. Thanks. Let's have another. Um, who's your? Who's the most famous person you've met? I mean, you you run in those highfalutin circles with your brewery friends, and running around <laughs> and going to Vegas and going to the uh, International Beer Festival, and you're marketing to people, and you're you're calling them up and saying, "Hey, maybe you'd like to hold a circle brew and uh, have your picture taken with me." Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's, that, who's that person? Famous person I've met or has an autograph from? Either. I'll, I'll, so I'll open the I'll open I think the favorite you. autograph was, because I'm, I'm a 90s kid and I really love Third Eye Blind, whatever. Uh, I got the lead singer's autograph on a California state flag when I was like wow. 18. You yeah. desecrated a flag? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, California. For, for, for Third Eye Blind? <laughs> Flags, right? uh, I don't believe you can. No, but you can't. Right, I, I got that part. But you can't. Is it offensive to? Oh. I know that you the the you, the US yeah, flag. You can't let it touch the same ground. Same thing. Same or, thing with uh, state flags. Kneel they while have... somebody's displaying it or whatever. If this <laughs> helps, it wasn't the actual <laughs> yeah. size of the flag. It was a little bit smaller. It was, it was like it was like yeah. kind of flag. It was like a mini flag. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. that, that, that's that's okay. Okay. Maybe. Well, we'll see. Brandon, you gotta. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so I used to live in Chicago, and um, David. Shout Schwartz, out to shootings. Yeah, hey, yeah Chicago. Bang bang. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Swimmer and Jeremy Piven originally from there, and they're friends oh. with a guy named uh, Billy something. He owns Madison. a bunch of bars. Yeah, very appropriate. Um, <laughs> bunch of bars in Chicago, and I went out on like a Tuesday night, and there was David Swimmer, Jeremy Piven, some other guy who was on Nip Tuck other actor and they were shooting pool with a bunch of models and uh that's how i play pool it's the only exactly there's the only way to play pool i mean of course and uh so i was actually with some friends and one of them was a girl and she walked over and david swimmer tried to hit on her and she was like nope sorry fuck you and I'm with this guy over we're here. on a break no no yeah. <laughs> damn it <laughs> but i saw jeremy piven i was, I was walking to the bathroom i was like jeez from old school. You did not. Yes. <laughs> what did he do? Because he's, he's he, he typically like, not a very warm person. Yeah, he's not a very happy Is person. Is that true, Jeremy Piven? What's his problem? <laughs> uh, because um, because you, you get all those fraternity movies, so everyone treats right. him like a frat boy. Everybody and I guess he's very when he was bald. highly educated. Yeah, they're like, well, you have hair again. You have a hair transplant. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Back hair transplant, whatever. But uh, it's a funny Jeremy Piven thing. I had posted, I, had, I was watching this movie. My my neighbor is a sales guy. He sells like really high-end buses. He's like, oh, I'm watching this movie about sales and car sales and Jeremy Piven's in it. He's like, oh, I think I've seen it, but I'll check it out. And I was watching like, oh, I have seen this. And he like does this thing on the plane where he lights a cigarette and like, you can't smoke. He's like, let me tell you why I can smoke. So I was like, oh, I'm at home. And I did it through talking to the talking during movies thing. And Jeremy Piven liked the photo and, and then sent oh, me a message. Nice. He's like, yeah, that was a fun movie. And I was like, uh huh? Are you looking up Jeremy Piven to see who he is? Because he was on Entourage. That's why I know him. 
The guy has done 100 oh. movies, yeah. and you're like, I'm going to just being an angry dick. What was the first one you did? That's like, got to be his first big, yeah, I was going to say PCU is where I first saw it. PCU Entourage was the jam for him. Yeah, thing, I, think. I love Chicago. Chicago's probably my second favorite U.S. city. What's your first? Uh, Austin. Uh, nice. Pronounce where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Easy, sir. <laughs> I was born here. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were born in Round Rock. Bullshit. Oh, I was born in Austin and I had a short 12 year sabbatical in Round Rock. I'm going to suck a link. Now, everybody. I love Chicago, but. Uh, uh, Everybody's have like, you not been kicked out of Chicago like three times? I have never been kicked out of Chicago. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> was it New Orleans? Where is it? The, the, the game away? bar called Chicago. Yes, I've been kicked out of that one. Oh. Time. But no. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I, only ever, I only ever go in the summer, so that's probably why I like it. Everybody yeah. tells me if I go in the winter time that I, I what do you care. Think? First of all, but, don't go uh, My I was going to the, uh, one of the times that I was going. My mom, who uh, still treats me like I'm 11 years old, she's like, Jason, 40 people get murdered every day in Chicago. And I'm like, that, Mom, that's almost definitely not true. Not even almost. That's certainly not true. I know it's like the murder capital of the U.S. or something right, right now. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, it's not. I was like, at the time, we would go to Lollapalooza. We're staying at the Hilton on Michigan and yeah, walking across the street. I'm like, yeah, everything is fine. And I'll tell you, I went two years ago to, you're from there, you said? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you probably, I went to Riot Fest, which is in Douglas Park. Yep. Uh, and I remember the Uber, the Uber driver, when we got out, he's like, uh, hey man, I wouldn't go in any of the stores around here. And I was like, what? And he's like, it's not safe. And I was like, it's safer to walk the streets? What are you saying? Don't go in in the stores? I I don't understand. Uh, But yeah, I guess guess there's some parts of that town that you don't want to mess around with. Yeah, the west side and south side definitely is not where you want to go. I had fun. I had a company that was recruiting me to to go there. They flew me up there a couple times. Yeah. And the second time, we, we quickly figured out I met the CEO and I was... I became close with a lot of the staff there uh-huh. and the gal who was running the office in Chicago, very, very nice people. But the CEO and I, he's like, hey, um, we're going to do a, gonna do a soul cycle. Oh. I don't know if you want to join us. And I had booked time at this famous Chicago gym to play basketball. I was like, I'm going to go get my ass kicked. <laughs> exactly. Very, very close to right. scheduled time. So I, was, so I was like, I, was, so I, like, I had called some friends and got a hookup and got into this gym to play hoops. And he invited me to do Soul Cycle. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, and this is where I met my, my friend Jacqueline. I mean, she is, she's like the number one Soul Cycle gal or whatever, and she does it. So, he's like, I follow this gal, and she's awesome, and she's the best teacher, and let's do it. And I was like, okay. So, I, I come into this class, and I've got basketball shorts on, and I've got a dirty Bill shirt on. <laughs> And, and I was you like, look like a fish out of water. Right, <laughs> this guy's in gear like he's going to go ride down 360. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> minus the helmet. Like, hey, bro, we're inside. There's no one to impress. You should not wear clothes that tight. But he sits down next to me, and he's like, all right, let's do this, Jason. I'm like, okay. And they have the, the thing up with your heart rate and all that stuff. Like, oh, kind of right. like Orange Theory. Yes. We're like, hey. Yeah. And I just, yeah, and I just yeah. kick his ass. Because <laughs> I thought it's a competition. I didn't realize I'm trying to impress someone who wants to hire me. Yeah. 
So I beat his ass and I look at the guy, I'm like, hey, thanks, this was fun. And she goes, fun? I'm like, yeah, I've never done this before. Never done spin before, but this was super fun. She was like, what? Follow me on Instagram. When I'm in Austin, you can come take one of my classes for free. And I was like, thanks so much. And then she looks at this crazy guy who runs this agency and he's like, hey, Jacqueline, how are you? She's like, oh, hey, you're at another one of my classes. He goes, every time I fly into town, if you're here, I'm here. She's like, great. That's not weird. That's not weird at all. <laughs> Fuck, you're in a whole outfit. I mean, like she's in a little tiny outfit because she's a little tiny person. He's like me in one of those skin type things. Yeah. My, just, I'm like, dude, just put the fucking helmet on. Just, put it on. <laughs> just, just go all in. Did you guys like clip in? Yeah, he, he's yeah. like, I rented you shoes. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I can't just wear my, my sneakers? He's like, no, you have to wear the clip in things. I was like, okay, whatever, bro. Like, I don't care. The rest of the staff was there. We had done. We went and got. Then the weird thing is, like, let's go have pizza and beer. Uh, another faux pas of mine. And I was like, really? Okay. You know how I drink beer, Jason. I love uh, beer. Of course. Yeah. And I was just myself. Pizza's your number one diet. And pizza's my number one diet. So. <laughs> this is entire diet. Yeah. <laughs> it's my entire diet, right? It's perfect food. Vegetables and fruits. Got a little bit of dairy in there. A little bit of dairy in yeah. there. Depending on the crust, how you want to spice it up. You can, have, you can have a lot of fun with it. But I was like, all right, I'm good. So I go there, and I'm like, okay. And I have a beer. And I just got done doing spin. Went right down. I want another one. All right, I mean, I'm sure I was $100 at that tap. Not hammered, but I was just like, we're all having beer, right? right. Everyone else is like sipping their beer. They had one, everyone else had one beer. I had 10. <laughs> well, still sober. Still, yeah. I'm like, I'm still, I still haven't taken a piss. <laughs> still haven't done a thing. Subway. They're showing uh, your stats up on the they board are, they're like, for like uh, beer. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It's like the gal's like, sir, here's, here's another beer. I'm like, first of all, I mean, I'm not tipping, but you don't need to keep fucking count, okay? <laughs> and could I have another one? Because it takes you so long to get back here with this. <laughs> but I did, I, all that I did, uh, so I left the next day and I, I lied to them and told them my flight was leaving earlier than it was. And then I crossed the street and went to a bar and I said, right, I'm taking the blue line up to whatever airport that is up there. I said, okay. but, okay. I, okay. And I said, but I want to make it a pub crawl. And this bartender smiled at me and they're like, yeah. That's awesome. Let's do it. And so they drew a map on a napkin and they told me all the stops and the bars to go to. So I was like, sweet. I had no luggage. I had like a backpack. I was like, perfect. And I like, drive up, get off, walk over somewhere, grab a beer, get back on the train. And I hit eight of the 12 bars they told me to hit. There was a couple of stops where I'm like, mm, I'm, I'm good. I'm okay. going. Someone's trying to kill me. They're just <laughs> so uh, forgive me if this is basically the same idea you guys just I might be concussed. Uh, my brain's not working. It's no doubt. Um, similar to the when you you're at the gym that puts all the stats up on the board. Yeah. You remember the, the failed West Sixth Bar? Is it called Brewer Exchange? Where they would. Uh, so that's so there, the one that was illegal. So they had to change it, right? So yeah. it's, it's it's illegal to manipulate or continually move they alcohol would, pricing in the state of Texas. Right. They would change the price based on the demand, how many people were ordering. Yeah, it was a stock exchange. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fuck that idea. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like the fancy gym that puts your stats on the board. Just, I want, you swipe your credit card and then it just shows people what you've had to drink that night. And you just like look up at the board and be like, I'm fucking kicking everyone's ass here. Uh, 
<laughs> would it get Would it get old of us just being winners? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Well, yeah, like I was like, I it, some if somebody <laughs> looks up there and sees that my tab is one hundred and thirty four dollars, does that make me more or less attractive to them? They're like, oh, no, 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 no. That guy's gonna pee in my laundry basket tonight. <laughs> See, I'm saying, I'm saying less attractive. Also, for the girls' tab, it's two hundred and twenty. Like. How much purple shit are you going to vomit tonight? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I just want to get some pizza first. Or some ramen. No. I remember when I was, uh, when I was dating my, my, my now wife. And I, I tell, I've never told this story on the podcast. So there's a friend, there's a neighbor who's like, sometimes you repeat your stories. I'm like, oh, you've heard all my stories, you fuck. But I do repeat myself. <laughs> but she, there's, we live in two different camps, right? So I'm in the camp of, hey, you're not feeling well. You're super drunk. Let me take care of you. She's in the camp of, let me take some pictures and embarrass you the next day in front of all of her friends. Absolutely. But I wake up feeling great, so I just am like, oh, I don't care. I feel good. You're going to wake up tomorrow and feel like shit, so I'll take care of you tonight. And we're hanging out, and she is stripped down naked because she's hot physically. Like She's like, oh, I'm just sweating. And she's puking in the toilet, and I just look at her, and I'm like, you're kind of sending me mixed messages. And she's like, huh? I'm like, I mean, you're bent over and naked, and that's hot. But then the throat breath. <laughs> it's, it's, that's turning me off. <laughs> she, she throws up again. She's like, fuck you. There's like this drool coming out. I'm like, no, that's all that. I'm just going to go to bed now. <laughs> I'm not messing with that ever. No, it was, yeah, that was, that's my fun little. But I would, I would like that if you did that. If you swiped your card and it showed, there's going to be a guy who swipes his card and it's going to be $40 right after you. He's like, oh, I'd like eight beers at home, though. <laughs> there's going to be that guy, right? He's like, yeah. uh, hey, man, no, this isn't accurate. Leslie hooked me up with a beer. You didn't see the right. free shot I got. Right. <laughs> so, okay. I like that. No, so the, uh, the idea of the stock exchange bar, uh, the, the program's free online. Like, you can download it. It's free online. Uh, they have some in Europe. They have one in... Southern California. It's one I've always wanted to open because I love the idea of walking in and someone being like, no one's bought a shot of Patron yet. It's only $3. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. I'm in. So, yeah, you could, uh, uh, on a budget, get yourself messed up. On a budget, get you, and and then someone's like, no one's done a shot of Blue Caraca. It's only $2. Well, there's a reason. No, no, it's okay. I only have $2. (laughs) For this place, Dirty Bills, thank you for hosting us. Uh, No one's drank some Mad Dog 2020 yet. (laughs) Can we that do really it? is here, by the way. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is. I was thinking, I, there, there's, a, there's a part of me, Jason, that wants to be like, can we do a Mad Dog 2020 episode? Oh, God. But then I think, no, I don't want to do that to myself. That's so much sugar. It's not the alcohol part. Yeah. It's not yeah. the taste part. It's the, um, it's the diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> diabetes. Yeah. The diabetes. You remember we were here, oh, maybe this is the, it was the, we've discussed this before, the drunkest I've ever seen, Jason Jetson. We were... For a little oh. while, hanging out with the third best dude from the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, so hold on, backstory real quick. So, we are, I text Jason, I go, hey, the Black Eyed Peas called me, and they want someone to take them out of the town. Do you, hey. want to, do you want to meet up? He's like, okay, can I bring someone? I'm like, bring whoever you want. Then I text my buddy Nick, who owns the, the bar Kung Fu, uh, his management team and all that does, and I was like, Nick. Can I bring the black eyed peas, you know, this one black eyed pea, into uh, Kung Fu? And he's like, yeah, the night's on us. So he texts his whole team. He's like, Jason Jepson's coming in. He's got this many people in his party. The black eyed pea, 
I forget the guy's name. Taboo. Taboo nice. is coming in. And Jason Dick from 101X is coming in. Everything that they want is free. Best nation in the world? Donation. Mm-hmm. Donating right to my liver. <laughs> I, well, the thing was, the guy was kind of standoffish, and his manager was with him, or his publicist, or someone. Yeah. So they're like, "Just order a hamburger and one beer." Like, we don't want to be indebted to these people. Yeah. I'm like, "Who's indebted to anything? What are you fucking? Can we get a round of shots?" Like, I was <laughs> hammered. So now yeah. I'm just Sorry. Oh, so yeah, Jason is very intoxicated, <laughs> and, which is fine. Uh, he's, you know, that'll happen. Three or four times a week to us. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Last night, there's how many days in the week? <laughs> I, I, I remember meeting some other guy uh, who knew who I was or whatever over there, and talking to him, and we were talking about somehow the, the topic of dirty bills and the fact that they had Mad Dog here came up, and I was like, "That's hilarious! I love those dirty bills people. They are they're always so fun in everything they do." And that was the end of the conversation. And then, like, an hour later, I, we left Kung Fu, and I'm sitting in that booth right over there. Uh, and that guy, I'm like, I don't know if he followed me or what, but that guy just shows up, and he's got the fucking big-ass bottle of Mad Dog and wants to, like, you know, go Habsies with me on his I was like, sir, I will. I, I'm, I'm not going to have these with you. I am going to take one large pull off this bottle oh. that you've already had to your mouth, and I hope that that is a gesture enough. Uh, and, but no, he would not. He was hanging around me with this bottle all night, and I was like, I can't. I don't want to drink anymore. That's the real enough. question, though, what flavor? Uh, it was orange. Okay. I don't. Uh, I don't know the flavor is so good. You know, I never was a, a Mad Dog uh, kid. Are you more of a Boone's Farm kid? Boone's oh. Farm. I'll tell you what was invented. Boone's Farm in Boone's Farm in Whitefish, Montana, in a hot tub. Uh, Doesn't get any better. What was invented when I was 18 years old that kept us mostly off the Boone's Farm in Zima? Mad Dog, uh, was Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice. Smirnoff Ice came out, nice. and it was not a joke yet. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's still, it was not a game. It's, it's right. still not a joke. Okay. Uh, Let's get iced. Right. Ah! And so yeah, we we drank a lot of Smirnoff Ice uh, that year. I remember and uh, threw up a couple times. That'll happen. Yeah. I did the one time I threw up. Not the throwing up a couple times. The one time I threw up, threw up from alcohol was when I tried to do the the Century Club, where you do a shot of beer every sixty seconds. Yeah. And you do a hundred shots. Oh, sounds terrible. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> He's like, I drink beer for a living. This is not a good idea. A shot of beer every sixty for for an hour. Yes, for an hour. Uh, yes. How many? Like, how many shots are in a beer? Twelve. Twelve yeah. fluid ounces. One ounce shots. Yep. So um, that's just five beers in an yeah, hour, right? Yeah, I can no. do that. No, it's the it, but you don't do it. You do a hundred. So oh, it's a hundred. It's a hundred ounces, whatever that is. Oh. Uh. Yeah, no. I mean, I can do five an hour. That's easy. But I threw my guts up from that. That was not fun. I don't like throwing up. That's not. I'm. On, I was on a really good streak. I'm. I'm back on it. Yeah. I haven't thrown up in eight years. Wow. Yeah. Vomit three since 2010 doesn't have a really good ring to it. No, it so doesn't. you need to change that. Trying <laughs> to wait till it's 2020. My hindsight is perfectly no vomit. Hey, I remember uh, I used to have an ongoing just standing challenge that anybody would pay me a hundred dollars, I could drink a pint glass of Jaeger, 
Oh. Uh, but now, I really liked Jaeger then, and now too. It's oh, kind yeah. of embarrassing at my age. Like, anytime I order a shot of Jaeger at the bar, I'm like looking at the bartender if he's going to judge me for being a 36 year old man <laughs> and ordering Jaeger. Like, what? what? It's what like, hey, from, can you just be a gentleman and ID me? But I still think I could do it. I still think I could drink it. But not like I. I I wouldn't want to chug it. I mean, like, I would drink it a pint glass with, like, a turkey sandwich for lunch. But, uh... Matt, Matt is like, oh, so Jesus, she's like, my, my she's like, forget is, Tom Selleck. Yeah. This, is, this is nice right now. I'm wiggling in my chair. This sounds good. The, the price is higher now. I don't know that, uh, $100 doesn't spend as much, it doesn't, it doesn't go as far as it used to. We used, I, I don't need it as much as I used to. So. <laughs> we used to do a challenge. I bartended in Portland, Oregon. Uh, we had to close at midnight. So we'd kick everyone at 1130s. We had apartments above us. At the bitter end, 21st and Burnside, northwest Portland. And we'd go to this other bar that for some reason it allowed smoking. And I think it was like a family-owned bar. It was under a hotel. So you actually walk down these stairs and then you'd see the layer of smoke in there. A couple pool tables, and there was this old Asian guy that, that bartended there, and he'd be like, come on, guys, get over here. And so if you do this four times in four minutes, your tab's free tonight. If you don't, you pay for everything. So it was a full glass, a pint glass that was um, vodka crayon, very light pink. It was a PBR Tallboy, and it was a double shot of Jaeger. Four and four minutes? You like just have to do those minute? four. Those no, I had to do those three in one minute. And then you would line it up again. Oh, so. Do it again. For four minutes. So you do yeah. it again and do it again four times. That's Never made. That's basically like 16 drinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's a great way to die. Well, right. And I'm like, yeah. after that, I don't want any more drinks. Why the fuck? Exactly. But then I'm paying. Like, yeah. So if you don't finish, you pay for the vodka crayon, you pay for the PBR, you pay for the shot. And so right. we would always try it. I'm like, oh, man. And the first one, you're like, yeah. And the second one, you're like, okay. And the third one, you're like, no, I'm just going to go with this. Absolutely not. <laughs> I made good tips tonight. I made uh, $200, and you can take 100 to leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. I'm going to – and my but, buddy, every time, every time he would throw. It's a like, tough one, honestly, seems like it – uh, is it a pint glass of vodka cranberry? Yep. That's the one that I do. No, straw. Yeah. Suck done. I don't know. Depends I'm, on how much ice is in there, I guess. I don't dig on cranberry cranberry either. That's uh, well, that's why I don't have kidney no stones. No UTIs. <laughs> I don't have a UTI for days. There's one lady going, I get it. No, it's true. She's going to tweet it out to her friends. I heard this on Talking During Movies. No UTIs, vodka crayons. That's why I'm healthy. That's why we're all healthy. Okay? That's why we're all healthy. I used to have this barely related, because uh, isn't that? A <laughs> well, by the way, by the way, this whole podcast is barely <laughs> yeah. related to Happy Gilmore. We have not talked about <laughs> so. They're in the championship. Happy still wearing a backwards hat. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, but isn't that a joke? If you see a girl drinking a box of cranberry, you're like, oh, she's got a UTI. Uh, I, I just started. Is that sorry? That was I don't funny. think so. But I mean, I've been I've been saying for a decade. If just like if you're out, if you meet a girl like and you're like. <laughs> If you meet a girl and you're like, hey, you want some shots and loosen things up, and she orders a rumple mint, that girl's got a that girl's got an STD. All right, and just somebody who orders rumple mints has has chlamydia. Okay, that's just that's a rule. That, this is the rule that you live fireball, by. Fireball, because I order fireball. I love fireball. Okay, great. I actually only so there's no STDs associated with that. Fireball is fine. <laughs> 
I don't know how or why I decided Peppermints was the was the STD drink. Uh, yeah, I, I drink Fireball only because I feel like it has gotten me less judgy looks than Jaeger from from yeah, bartenders. Yeah. I'm like, that's because it's also not an acceptable drink for a 36 year old, really. But um, is it not? I don't know. I mean, I don't think I don't know. Understand why there's. Of course, this is coming from me. I believe the oldest person here. So let me drop some wisdom. <laughs> Oh, I don't understand why people judge drinks on age. Like, I mean, you know what I'm going to judge you? If we're in a bar drinking together and you order a fucking Chardonnay. If you order Chardonnay <laughs> at a bar, I'm going to judge you. I'm be like, Jason Dick, we're going to have a conversation. I don't know what happened in your life today where you're ordering a Chardonnay, but we need to talk. At the very least, get a Cosmo. Like, or an Apple team. <laughs> Something fun. Uh-huh. Man, that was, it became a, a, like an ongoing joke in 2008 that I liked apple teenies. So, <laughs> so if I was out and somebody saw me, it just became a thing to send me an apple teeny. And that, when I say an ongoing joke, it happened like five times in a year. But uh, <laughs> it was, that was a, terrible. By the way, that's five too many. Yeah. It's an apple teeny. My sister's boyfriend, he's great. I love him. He, no, by the way, you're about to get shit on. No, when he goes out to drink, he enjoys ordering those like mai tais and like really fruity drinks. And if it comes with an umbrella, the better. And everybody always judges his, and I'm like, you know what, Matt? You, just, you do you. If it tastes good, drink it. But the fruitier, the better. Right. And with an umbrella, preferably. As I said, Matt, just, you just got you got shit on. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's boyfriend. The yeah. fruitier, the better. Fruitier, the better. That's a bad name for a Christian rock band. Oh, <laughs> they're not they're not playing at some churches, yeah. right? <laughs> you open up with one light lisp, and someone's like, "Pray the gay out." <laughs> <laughs> just awful human beings. <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh man, uh, Brandon. In this in this lull, uh, do you do you want to tell us what what you actually do for a living? Oh, I mean, we know yeah, what I sure. do for a living. We know what Maggie does. We know what Jason does for a living. What do you do? Yeah, um, I don't do much, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> His wife loves hearing this. It's like, wait, yeah. you went to a bar, you didn't drink, and you told everyone you don't do much. Thanks. <laughs> I'll be at home doing everything else. I, will, I read ESPN during the day. Um, um, I actually I run a marketing agency. We predominantly work with uh, realtors, so uh, we uh, we do advertising for them and things. Do you create those little wire signs that they put? No, fuck no. We do. Quick answer. Yeah, yeah. Quick answer. No, no. Absolutely. Don't associate me with that bullshit. Yeah, it's all digital. So we do mostly like Facebook advertising and Google AdWords. Realtors, because a lot of the other sites out there, and I'll name drop them Zillow and Realtor.com, they suck. And so we are really good at what we do. And so we help them. And now I'm distracted because she's half naked at that part. Really good part. Shooter McGavin. <laughs> yeah. They're both in black, they match. <laughs> the mom for Modern Family. Just yes. The mom yeah, for Modern Family. Just, oh just show us. Yep. Yep, just right. show And then there's yep. a little she's person. She's so skinnier now, though. She is. She's yeah. very fit. She, well, now fit on Modern skinny. Family, or now the. You think she's fit or skinny, I'm, or is it a mix of both? I think it's a whole mix of both. Oh, shooting like Gavin's making out with his grandma. With <laughs> a kiss. Oh, oh. Mm, go to your happy place. So back to. So yeah. So anyway, yeah. speaking of making out with people, um, 
Yeah, I don't know where that was going. Uh, <laughs> that has nothing to do with what I do. Um, but we, uh, yeah, so we do, you know, we help realtors um, make money and, uh, and things are going good, man. So. Nice, so question yeah. in, um, in, in that, the one thing I want, so everyone says the number one or the best advertising is word of mouth. Sure. And then you, but then yeah, you built, yeah. you agree, but then you've yeah. also, you've built a business that, and I don't know if it does word about that, but it Facebook advertising, pay-per-click, uh, Google AdWords, SEO, and all yeah. that. And I, and I wonder in this day and age, how, how the, where the disconnect is, and then is there a bridge for that that says, because marketers, you've got a marketing person here yeah. who can tell you, I can, I can clock and manage and know a dollar customer acquisition cost down to then how much I have to sell a six pack for to be profitable to do X, Y, and Z yeah. on pay-per-click and on Facebook and on Google AdWords and everything else. Exactly. I can't do that with word of mouth. True. Right? Yeah. Where's, does that, is that bridge going to exist one day? Tech marketing genius? Um, I, I think uh, it won't exist. I mean, uh, word of mouth is extremely important. I mean, but obviously if you're talking about this measurement, I mean, it is, it's going to become, I mean, you're going to have to figure it. I don't know how they're going to figure that out, word of mouth and how to measure it, but mm -hmm. somehow they're going to have to. Um, so I don't know. I don't have a really good answer to that. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's not You measure word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, you can't really. A, yeah. Maybe between if you're friends on social media to sharing this and that, yeah. but it's still very, you know, vague and measuring, so. See, this is where conversation is officially too smart for me. It happened during the. Uh, it, ha it happened during the. During, by the way, they're on the 14th hole right now. In case you're wondering, <laughs> and, and the game would be over. Look who's back! <laughs> Grandma showed up at the tournament. She's like, I don't care about that house happy. I just want you to be happy. And now he's happy. Like, I'm going to go fuck some shit up, Grandma. Watch this. Sponsored by Subway, a way better representative <laughs> than Jared. Also, Grandma, yeah. you know I'm fucking Julie Bowen now? It's awesome. Uh, modern family. No offense. I think she looks better here. Yeah, and not I because agree. of well, age, yeah. because of, of health. Yeah. Like, I, so I don't know. There's, there's a thing that's, you know, like, I get where society draws people and does shit. But it's also, it's like, you got to look better. I mean, not better. You gotta look healthy, right? Healthy. Yeah. yeah. And healthy. And she looks healthy here. She looks like a stressed out mom in Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, you're just playing the character. Yeah, playing the character. Yeah. I like how they're throwing the beach balls around. <laughs> shooter, don't do it. It's gonna pop. If you do it, shoot, shooter, shoot. So oh, not hockey, you banshees. <laughs> so funny story about Shooter McGavin. I had a friend in college, and she was a Playboy. Uh, I wouldn't call her a model. Watch your toes. He's dropping hot and sexy. Watch your toes, people. She she Who's worked a friend for Playboy of Golf actually, and um, she met. Hold on, there's Shira a Playboy McGavin. Golf. Yeah, used to be. At least. Jason Dick, do you want to change your top ten list of things you I'm want to do before yeah, you die? Yeah. <laughs> From Augusta to Playboy Golf. Just went on that top five list. As <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, it's> number two. <laughs> Um, and she uh, she met Shooter McGavin, and he was just like the biggest sleazeball ever. But I mean, the actor guy who yeah, plays Shooter McGavin, yeah, 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 I can see that. I, yeah. I can see. Yeah. I mean, he plays the part well. Yeah. You know, the person who I met that didn't like me, 
And well, vocally, I'm sure there's a lot of people <laughs> that don't. Uh, I was I was at, I was at an event uh, that a buddy left me tickets for, so I grabbed my buddy Janai, the first African American uh, goalie for water polo, nice. won a medal in the in the Olympics in China. Wow! Guy can throw the ball like 60 miles an hour, floating in the water. He's a while well, treading water. While yeah, treading water, he's a fucking incredible. beast. My buddy Regan Alexander, shout out Regan, uh, works at People Magazine, does a couple other things. Has a beautiful dog. And we're hanging out, um, and it's he and I, and then at the table with us is Dr. Phil and his wife. The real Dr. Phil? The real Dr. Phil. <laughs> and um, Ron White. Oh, nice. He was just here and, yeah. and Ron White, uh, his girlfriend, I think they, maybe they're married now, but his girlfriend at the time, she's a beautiful voice like Gloria Stefan. She has the stage presence of, of, of a piece of moss. And so I'm trying, and, and she had a really short skirt on, and we were right up front. And so it's Ron White, myself, Regan, Janai, Dr. Phil, and his wife. And I'm texting. And Ron White grabs me, like, hey, man, pay attention. I'm like, dude, I'm not looking up your girl's skirt. Like, I'm, I'm purposely distracting myself. And also, she's like, and, <laughs> and he looked at me, put his arm around me, he goes, put your phone away. She's not going to fuck you. Go ahead, look. And I was just like, Okay, thank you. Thank you for that uplifting compliment, sir. Jeez. You are a sweetheart. And we got done, and Dr. Phil walked around to go meander around, and I asked for more champagne. Okay. And the guy said, well, we're, we're kind of trying to shut this party down. And I go, it's not for me, for Dr. Phil's wife. I mean, Jesus Christ, you can't get a woman some champagne? I don't want champagne. I want a beer. But she wants champagne. So he brought a whole bottle of champagne. Oh. And every time she would just hold her glass and she would turn and talk to a friend and I would just keep filling it up. And my buddy looks at me, he's like, stop. Like, no. He's like, stop it. I'm like, with the bottle in my hand, you can't make me stop. And if you try to make me stop, I'm gonna pour it on her hand and she'll know we're secretly filling her glass up. And he's like, stop it. I'm like, I will not stop it. And so I got her hammered. And as soon as she had had seven, she finished a whole bottle of champagne she kept thinking, she, she's like, so anyways, and I just fill it up, she's like, oh, I thought I took a drink. <laughs> anyway, I thought I took a drink. <laughs> Hammered. We go up, we meet the actress, who is kind of, she was a friend of mine, we hung out, but I think we kind of dated for, I don't know if we dated or not, I don't know how that works with the Hollywood people. But um, <laughs> she came down to my place in Huntington Beach a couple of times, but uh, she was the actress, and she was the lead in Species 2. I don't know what she's done since. Okay. <laughs> or before, but nice gal, very, very pretty. Adopts dogs, very active in the adopting dog community. Uh, so she, we met her, and then we're hanging out outside, and Dr. Phil's wife and Dr. Phil come out. She's like, there he is. There's, I want you to read my book. And I said, okay. She goes, I gotta get it for the book for you. And I said, I want your book. She goes, I wanna know what's just so smart. I want you to just let me know what you think about my book. For some reason, I sound like Bill Cosby selling pudding. Pops. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I was just, I was like, I would love to. However, how am I going to get a hold of you? She goes, I'm going to give you my phone number. And I was like, fantastic. And Dr. Phil walks up as she's fallen in the car trying to reach a book for me. She's the rainbow, but she's just fallen in and kind of passed out. He puts his arm around me and he squeezes real tight. And he goes, what's this? Thanks for getting my wife drunk, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being her caddy tonight. <laughs> and my buddy Janai, who's this exceptional human being, he's got 
He's from Jamaica. His dad never knew how to swim, so he would, but he got food for the family by tying a rope around his waist and around a big log that floated, and he would sink to the bottom and grab crabs and clams and whatever and spear fish, and then he would pull himself up and he would put him in a bucket that was tied off to the other side of the log and he would sink back to the bottom again. Like, his dad never learned how to swim. And here's Janai, and he, he plays basketball at UC Irvine. And, and he's a water polo champion, and he went to the Olympics, and he teaches kids water polo. He's a motivational speaker. And Janai is just like, I'm here because I want to be on the Dr. Phil show. And you, <laughs> and your drinking, has ruined it! <laughs> why? And I was just like, well, I don't know why I wouldn't. I mean, I don't, do you remember who you're hanging out with? And my buddy Regan looks at him, and he's like, Listen, I would, I would usually yell at Jason about this, but he makes a very valid point. I mean, you're, yeah. you're with Jason Jepson. Um, he's going to ruin every moment. Yeah. I'm like, okay, fantastic. I'm so excited. I want to be on the Dr. Phil show. What is that? What, what, who says that ever? Yeah. That 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 girl? Is a, <laughs> yeah, the, the y'all back or whatever she said? Oh, Catch Me Outside. Catch, yeah. Catch Me Outside. Who has a rap album out, and it has... 10 million downloads. Yeah, that's upsetting. That's really upsetting. <laughs> Got a marketing person over here going, yeah, listen, yeah. I get marketing, upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder how they get people on those shows because, yeah, like the guy who's on Maury to have his three different paternity tests revealed, I'm like, why did you show up for this, man? I mean, yeah. Because uh, there's that one guy who says, like, told you I was innocent. Well, yeah. Probably tricked them. Like, I only yeah. I only had sex with her at night because that's when my, I only had sex with her at night because that's when my sperm's asleep. <laughs> I love this guy's shirt, which is not appropriate these days. Guns don't kill people; I kill people. <laughs> I'm, that should that should still be big yeah. in Texas. No offense to everyone in Texas. Those pants were great, though. Those pants are great. There's Grandma's house again. So famous line from this. Um, I. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. You're like, is she in a negligee? It oh, I, like I never realized that. The, yeah. she, she, that is lit. She's just like, we're, hey, Grandma. We're here to reunite Grandma with her house, and she's like, oh, sorry, but I didn't have time to put on real clothes. <laughs> I'm just going to put on a piece of silk. And and by, by the way, the homeless guy's got a great haircut. Yeah, that's Great beard. He was doing beards before beards were beards. Right. Alligator, Abe Lincoln, with one-handed golfing buddy. What was Abe Lincoln? Is, was there an Abe Lincoln? Uh, no, he's just there. He's just in the thing. It's there. That's good. Uh, time travel. Who's the who's the random person you go see, Jay Dick? Who's, who's the one? Shit. If I if I could time travel. Yeah, you get to go see one person. Who are you gonna go see? <sighs> you say my nana. Throw this microphone. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be a very like cheap like I would go see Lenny Bruce in concert or something like that. Like I think that's probably the answer. That's the answer, Brandon. You yeah. got a time travel? You going to go see? Yeah, I can go see Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> really? Yeah. The most boring human being in the world. <laughs> I would go. How tall was Abraham Lincoln? Uh, six seven. Because yeah, he had a he had to have been a goddamn giant in the 1800s, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I would go just I would like to look at the disparity and be like, hey, how about that? Uh, but I don't know. That would be a poor use of a time machine. 
Maggie, your poor use of a time machine, what are you doing? Ooh, I'm going to go find would, my first beer. I would go back and tell Adam Sandler to not do any more movies after this. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't go bad immediately after oh. this. It went bad with Netflix. When Netflix yeah. was like, here's $100 million, I dare you to make five shitty movies. He was like, I take that dare. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like, should I do Grown Ups? I'd be like, no. And then it'd be fine. Hold on. Adam Sandler or Cuba Gooding Jr., who's done Snow Dogs? I mean, all dogs go to heaven. Cuba Gooding Jr. is like, he's like, is there a script? I'm in. It's like, hold on, let's read it. Don't have to. Don't need to, yeah. I was in Jerry Maguire once. I know, but we should, we should, we should rectify this in some capacity. Like, Don't need to. I'm an actor. Uh, not anymore. You're just a person taking parts. Yeah. I liked Big Daddy out of Sandler. That was considered. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was right. I like Big Daddy. Did you like um, Saint? Was it Nikki? Saint Nikki or Darling? No, Darling Nikki. Darling Nikki. Prince. Prince. Uh, uh, where he was Satan or whatever. Yeah. What is it? Little Nikki. Little, Little Nikki. Nikki. Little that was uh, not my favorite. That was a bit of a problem for me. Uh, anytime he's doing like a character, the whole movie. Don't mess with the snafu. What was that one movie? Oh, uh, the Zohan. The Zohan. Yeah. Oh, that was oh. terrible. Yeah, like that's that usually terrible. a problem with Jack and Jill. These are these are significant problems. I mean, I didn't think Jack, Jack and Jill is. I mean, I believe Jack and Jill was created and then made and then done on a dare. It's like, I bet you can't do this. And he's like, fuck you, I can do it. He's like, no, you can't. Try it. He's like, not only will I try it, I'll sell it and people will like it. Because we both know people, Jason Dick, that like that movie. Oh, Donnie, I would be very upset with you just for bringing it up. That's her favorite movie. I'm going to find a DVD of it. I'm just going to send it to her. Your friend. You're like, what? We're not friends. We are now. When Jack and Jill happens. So, folks, uh, the movie's over, in case you're wondering, because the mom from Modern Family were negligee to get Grandma her house back. Uh, yeah. And you know, we don't watch this with the sound on, and we're in the portion of the credits where all the songs are going by, and mm -hmm. I'm like, God damn, the soundtrack is incredible. Is it incredible? Yeah. Jump around. Jump, Jump around. around. Yeah. 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 Carry on my wayward son. Tuesday's gone. Like I just, all of these songs are just like I, I, now Clubhouse piano. <laughs> Not familiar with that one. <laughs> the twelve of us has just begun. We've only just begun. In loving memory of Grandma Anna and Grandma Molly. Well, there you go. So, folks, if you've learned anything from this podcast, it's going to be three things. One. If you're not drinking with us, you're probably not enjoying this as much as we are. <laughs> Two, um, Brandon knows and believes that Zillow and Realtor.com and the other ones are <laughs> dog shit, and you shouldn't go to them. You should just go to his site. What's your site? Brandon M. Lewin. Yeah, so just, just go to him and just get it figured out, because when, when you sleep with fleas, you wake up with fleas, okay? And three... Using you, that. You, you use that. Yes, thank you. Google that. AdWord that one. Brand new tagline. Brand new tagline. T-shirts too. T-shirts. I, I don't have fleas. Zillow has fleas. <laughs> huh? Fleas. Fuck Zillow. That would be great if you just came out with a t-shirt that said "Fuck Zillow," and they're like, "I don't think you can do that." And you're like, "I don't care." Wait, what do I care? Yeah. <laughs> And, and the third thing is, and something I preach and I hashtag and I love to death, is no matter where you're at, and we talked about this earlier, and Jason Dick's enlightened questions of, of depth and knowledge, drink local, people. Seriously. I mean, whether, and, and by drink local, I mean, drink local. Like, if, if you have a friend who works for Brewery X, Y, and Z, like, I mean, 
Jason has friends at Bud Light, and he drinks Bud Light and supports his friends. Good. Uh, I drink Circle. I also drink Hops and Grain. I drink Hops and Beers. I drink local because I know people. Now I know Maggie, so I know all these people. But I've already I've drank Circle before, and I like it. You just listen. You support the people, and it's more than drinking. It is supporting the people around you, whether where they're at, the stores, the place where they work, the things that they do, the fun that they have. Those are the things you want to do. That's the fun you want to have, where you can actually honestly look at a friend in the eye and be like, "Hey, man, I support you." And I support you in keeping your lights on. I mean, Ashley Kelch is one of her favorite things. She's wearing Steadies for Betty's. And this poor woman sits there and she's like, everyone comes and they, they want a deal on a La Perla bra that's in $500. She's like, listen, I'm trying to run a business. And I always thought, like, hey, man, those aren't your friends then. Like, if someone's looking for a freebie from you, they're not your friends. If they want to come do something and bring people to your store and have fun, do it. Like, we're going to do... We're gonna do it, Ashley. You're probably not listening, but we're gonna fucking do it. I had to watch that goddamn Fifty Shades of Grey three times to get the notes down on it to walk through that fucking film. We're doing a come clean, leave dirty, dirty bills Fifty Shades of Grey party. You can invite all your fucking girlfriends and put it on the big screen. We're gonna do that. Only and I don't care if you don't I'm show up. I'm gonna fly blind on that one. You're gonna fly place. blind on that one. I'm not gonna watch it to do any notes. That's. Are you sure? Yeah. Because it's awful. <laughs> The dialogue was written by a deaf chimpanzee, okay? It is a horrible movie. When they go through the contract, and she's like, fist in the butt, I'm gonna have to say no to that. And he's like, are you sure you tried it? And I was like, hold on. And I just grab my fist and I look at it, and I'm like, mom! What woman poops like this? Jesus Christ, this isn't a movie? You can't do like finger? Even that seems uncomfortable. Good Lord. So, I don't know. Brent, I know you got a call in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, Jason Dick, you've got another beer and probably a shot of crown on you. I have a flight at 6 a.m. tomorrow. i got to be Ooh. careful what I do. What? Well, so you, evidently not because you took a softball. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> so, I, if I just drink enough now, I'll just fall asleep at like 5 p.m. and I'll be up and yeah. my flight. That's, 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 that's what yeah. I mean, you know, in your natural habitat, just asleep and ready to go. But by the way, you always you wake up early anyway, so a 6 a.m. flight is nothing to you. Where are you going? Where are you traveling to? Las Vegas, Nevada. World nice. Series poker is calling my name. Nice. If I win a million dollars, I will see you fuckers never. <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you. Hey, hey, he's honest, people, okay? There's a lot of people like, guess what? If I win a million dollars, I'm going to buy you that favorite purse that you always want. No, you're not. You're going to fuck. Listen, if I win the lottery and you don't see me all of a sudden, there's a reason. Yeah. I won the fucking lottery, okay? And you, you are not going to hang on to my riches. Um, so you're going to Las Vegas? Yeah. Are you opening up your Tinder in Las Vegas real quick? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're, we're at the end of the episode. But yeah, I, no, we're done. It's just, this is not just talking talk. I remember uh, one time, a couple of trips to Las Vegas ago, yeah, just swiping through on Tinder. And, uh, <clears throat> stripper, stripper. Well, stripper. no, I, I matched with Hostess. A, an, an escort. <laughs> Uh, How do you match with an escort? Now, hold on. I guess if you're in, if you're an escort in Las Vegas, or you're a prostitute, I was being kind and saying. But I don't understand. Like, how you, like, of course you match with a prostitute because they they take money for sex from. I'm right. assuming anyone. Well, and I think it's, so it's just always a match. for them. It's just like a great outlet for leads. That's in your business, yes, right, right? Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I mean, I'm yeah. no prostitute, but yes, leads why, are in my business. This is why I'm such a pussy. Is because I'm not above uh, prostituting her for my own pleasures. That was a weird way to say it. Yes. <laughs> um, but like I matched with her and she just you know, like told me the rate and then I was like agreed and then 
in my brain, I was just immediately freaked out by, I was like, oh my god, this is a police sting. The Las Vegas police have fake prostitutes on Tinder, and they're trying to, and so I, I think it's the only person I've ever unmatched on one of those apps, because so I was like, delete, delete, get, get, destroy the evidence. Destroy the evidence. So, young lady, we're not going to do a Starbucks. <laughs> no, I was thinking of your hotel room. Mm. How did you? Did she say she was a escort? Um, yeah. I, how did you know whole, that? There's a whole code that they speak in. Because I remember I had to Google it afterwards. Uh, <laughs> it's on Google Translate. It was like <laughs> swipe it over to she, she she says it's something along the lines of. Uh, how many like, roses are you going to bring? She me? quickly explained it. Like she's like, they don't waste time because they probably know. <laughs> they, they know who, what you're there for, and like they're uh, like, hey, I just I I'm a professional escort, and uh, I'd be happy to meet up with you for two hundred flowers. Is what they say. It's like oh. I just require two hundred flowers, and you can you know how you can do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, You're calling Floris randomly. Like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, two hundred flowers. It's gonna cost five thousand dollars. Two hundred. Die so quickly. Thank yeah. God this bitch didn't want roses. I can't get that. Two hundred orchids. Are you fucking crazy? Your dandelions. Okay. What's a uh, weed? What's a flower? <laughs> you, you quickly Google that, and yeah, she's just saying her price is two hundred bucks hmm. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, man. Brandon and I, but it only goes for high-end escorts. He watches that that show with the gentleman escorts on Showtime, where they're just like, hey, oh, there's a one, there's a show on Showtime, there's a reality show where there are like four dudes who are escorts, or five, or whatever. First of all, there's like one guy's got hair down, he's got crystal gale, gale hair down to past his ass, and he just waves it around, and he just, and all of them. Actually, there's like there's like four guys that are shredded. And there's one old guy that's been doing it for a while. He's got bleach blonde tips. He's like the guy Fietti of <laughs> male prostitution. And he's like, let me take you something, gentlemen. Let me take you to Flavor Town. <laughs> I'll take the ladies to Flavor Town. <laughs> 200 is kind of cheap now that I think. <laughs> well, because I'm, I'm going down male whore town, and Jason Dick's doing the math. Well, like, I, was, I was like, because at the time I remember thinking 200. I'm like, well, yeah, but now it's like, that's kind of cheap. And, but I've been saying for years. The prices in Vegas, it's like they live in a different economy. It's its like the um, eating food in the airport where a slice of pizza costs $16. It's like pizza is very rare here. But, uh, it's, and that, yeah, you they will charge you $15 for a hot dog in Las Vegas because it's like, hey, you remember when you were standing over there and you bet $300 on whether or not this pinball would land on red or black? Well, this is only this is barely as much, and you're definitely gonna get a hot dog at the end. Uh, Wouldn't it be great if you had to bet on food? You're like, I think I want pepperoni, eh, just cheese. Fuck. <laughs> Let me get in line again. Let me try it one more time. Two hundred dollars for the nine of my dreams is a pretty good price. Now that I'm glad that you pointed that These out, I will keep Costco that. I will keep that in mind. <laughs> do you do you want do you want the Costco though of prostitution? Like, do you want the? How does she look? Depends if she ordered a rumpleman shot, I guess. <laughs> That's the test. Oh, yeah. Well played, Maggie, once again, just dropping bombs. What would you like to drink? Just a rumpleman <laughs> real quick to freshen my breath. God damn it! I thought you were the one. <laughs> so, 
Ladies, if you want to hide your BD, drink Jaeger, not Rumpelmintz. <laughs> uh, fellas, if you want to show off your BD, drink Jaeger, not Rumpelmintz. I don't know. This, uh, as, as always, um, if you're looking for a perfect review of Happy Gilmore or any other movie, we are, we are the place you go to. Uh, we follow the movie and the, and the key moments and the quotes, as I say in the intro, line for line. And uh, if you believe that, I want you to take your fist, ball it up, and I want you to hit yourself in the face and knock yourself back into reality. This is more about just us having fun. I hope you guys had fun listening. Thank you both for joining. Yeah, thank um, you guys for having yeah. us. Yeah. This was fun. Uh, Jason Dick, as always, have fun in Vegas. Uh, if you need anything, I do have some friends out there. Get, get you right. out of jail or do something else. Strictly missionary, that's what I said. Strictly. <laughs> it's the best t-shirt ever. We do a stir- can, 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 can we do a, uh, we'll find one of the dating apps here in town, and we'll just do a dirty bill. It'll be dirty on the front. It'll be circle on the sleeve, mm-hmm. and on the back, it'll say strictly missionary. <laughs> and we'll do guy and girl shirts. This place only holds like 45 people. We'll, we'll do 40, so it's 20 and 20, guys and girls. Yeah. We'll only have 40 shirts. And you get it, and you have to put the shirt on. And you come here, and you get a drink and have a good time, and it's just strictly missionary. Bumble's out of Austin. What are you doing, Bumble? <laughs> Bumble? Bumble, I was already at a party here. Like, let's, let's do that. Albert, right now, from... Fuck boy dating is just like, no! <laughs> Call me Jason! But no, uh, thanks you guys. Jason, have fun in Vegas. Um, yeah, and with that, uh, we're out. Yeah.